When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It is April 7th, and we woke up to some big news about baseball potentially being back in May. We got the NBA players playing horse. We got new episodes of Tiger King. We got a guy jumping from a roof of a car into a pond or the opposite. I don't know what it is. Music back up. All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. I'm John Boy, that's Jake. We got producer BBD in the small screen. Everyone, I hope, is having a fantastic Tuesday. Jake, how are you doing? Good morning, James. Uh, I'm I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Good good to be JJ Aaron. Um man, we'll uh still this corona thing, right? Um still going strong. Still going strong, but uh yeah, doing okay. It's uh man, it's it's interesting looking back on the days, which I think we're supposed to do on this in the banter segment. I don't want to jump too far into the banter segment. We're there. We're there. It's the it's the opening but, segment. Oh my god. How are how are you doing, Chan? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I haven't left the apartment in a while because I left on, I don't know, Tuesday or Thursday, and I kind of started get like I didn't like being out there. I told yeah. you there's there's still People everywhere in my corner, just like hanging out. It was like hard to do the six feet rule. So it's like if yeah. I go out in my neighborhood, I'm not doing the social distancing and I'm rubbing shoulders with whoever's in the store with me because there's just not enough space and not enough people that care about it. So yeah. I, I'm waiting today to get my mask and gloves. And yeah, I feel like, well, whatever. That's what society says. I was going to say I feel like a little bitch, but that's what you got to do. Oh, dude, the mask is a big hurdle. I, uh, at, at first I, I was mentally fighting it, but yeah, now, now I'm mass squad and, uh, it felt good. Um, I, I told you this the other day, uh, I guess on talking Yanks that, uh, we, the, the park had been our, our go-to and we actually had two parks. We've got, uh, one along the river that leads to a dog park and we've got central park and they were both kind of getting too crowded and it sucked because that was like the one place of solace almost or escape. And then it kind of got scary with too many people. We called it off for like a week or so. We started going a little crazy. We got our masks and stuff, went to the park and, uh, yeah, it, it was good. Got like two, three mile walks in. Um, and it, it wasn't overly crowded. So it was, it was good to let the lead out a little bit. Yeah. That's, uh, that's exactly like what Katie and I need. So we're waiting yeah. on these masks and gloves so we can escape. Because once we get past our little section where no one cares about things, you can go to the, we can go to the, the Hudson River and just walk along right. the river. And you don't come in contact with anyone. It's actually a really beautiful walk. So we're trying to do that today. Yeah. Good. Um, I hope. 
We don't have that busy of a day, right? No. This and talking we, baseball. Uh, yeah, yam out a couple things right quick. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man, just weird. And we so we walked yesterday and Sunday, and weekends are still more busier than the week, which is interesting because I guess a lot of people are trying to work from home and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, also there's some like pretty flowers in in Central Park, which is tough because. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. But there's a lot of people that are by the flowers that are like stopping their run or doing whatever to pause and like take a picture with the flowers. And, you know, they're posting an Instagram that's like, you know, I know times are tough, but we can still blossom through all of this. And it's like, guys, like. Did you post we, that? Sounds like you might have posted save that. those posts. I wish it's good stuff. I might go there today and do it, but um, just one of those societal things that you're like, this kind of sucks guys. And you know that Adam Adovino, we had him on a guest on talking Yanks. I look so tired. And, uh, and he said like, you know, he was walking around. He'd never seen New York at this time. Cause he's always gone and playing baseball. Yeah. He's like, the flowers are pretty. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm good. Katie and I finished painting this room, so the walls are all white now. Huge. And then we got to get shelves, and she's got paint for the other rooms. And Like I said, I'm fine with staying home and living from home and yeah, doing this via the computer. It blows because we have an office, but I can handle this. I just need to one walk every two days maybe outside. Yeah. It's kind of my, my, my minimum, which is pretty small, I think. But, yeah. Doing 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 well. My aunt made masks. Where'd you get your mask from? We got uh our masks from. Oh, just his mom sent them. I mean, nice. she's she's a nurse practitioner, something like that. So, uh, we got masks, and then my sister messaged me, and she's like, "Hey, do you want mask covers?" And yeah, I was you're like, supposed to put linens over your mask cover. It's a whole thing. Double mask. Right. And I a I had no idea. I'm not well versed in the mask world. And B, I thought people were only doing them to be stylish. Like, I thought it was just like, a, hey, if we're going to be masks, like, let's make them a little funky. Some people and are like, bedazzling their masks out there, for sure. Right. Which, you know, that's, uh, that pulls on a couple heartstrings of mine because, A, I mean, I love a good fashionable item, but B, this is like for survival and stuff. So that's like, you know, but uh, yeah, I guess the cloth thing is good. So I, I think Sis is going to send me some cloths or something. I don't know. Who knows? Nice. Who does know? Supposedly, it ticked down yesterday in New York or two days ago, but they expected it to tick back up. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I think Italy had their lowest day in a while. I think you know it was like three weeks apart or something like that, and they've been full full on quarantine. But yeah, I I wouldn't say there's light at the tunnel, but there's like <laughs> hope that the tunnel has an end sometime which is it also it also depends on it also depends on what you think the tunnel is you know right very true i I think we're going to be social distancing for a year yeah i think that's uh me me and jess had a good conversation about that i i think it's it's going to be interesting a very interesting case study because you're right i mean you know for some people it's like oh like concerts and stuff like no like those I, I do think those are going to be off the table for about a year, like you're saying. Um, 
but it, it's going to be interesting how to, you know, uh, I, I could see a day in May or June when some restaurants and stuff are open. What does that look like? Do they limit yeah. customers? Are they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I think they will be open, but I think like movie theaters will be like two rows of dead and then a row and, and tables at restaurants will be measured and stuff. I, I, you know, it's not like we're going to snap come June when we're right. like at our lowest and it's like, go be normal. Yeah. I think it's going to be a long phased out process. Um, because to be honest, if the whole nation did this, if we quarantine and we do all this, let's do it right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm in, you've got me in, you got me wearing a mask. Right. So I'm in for the long haul now to do whatever I need to do to, to make sure that this is like goes away forever. So I'm not rooting for like, let's just snap and go back to it. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be tough too, because I mean, there absolutely is going to be, I think they're calling it a boomerang effect. Like if we do get more active at some point, like, yes, cases are going to go back up. So are people going to be ready for that kind of news? And then um, if we're not, I mean, that's going to kind of reset everything. So uh, who knows with that? Um, I think more importantly, uh, I watched Bombshell this weekend. And we talked was, about so that a little somewhere, right? That was good. Yeah, I think uh, either you and I just talking or baseball or one of them. Um, but yeah, I, I think thought it was, um uh, i mean it you know it won some awards and stuff and has some really good actors and actresses and you know i love anything with john lithgow um <laughs> so uh yeah i mean kind of a heavy topic but um i i enjoyed it yeah i started i, I don't i didn't think it was bad i just don't like that style like like right. vice i thought for that style was pulled off really well and same with the sh- the big short but i just I'm not a fan of that style. So I'm not, I'm not knocking its quality. I right. just not for me. I watched right. half of it, realized what it was and got out. Oh, and know what made me really happy? What's that? It's some Jake brain stuff. Um, at the end of, at the end of bombshell, uh, there's an actor who plays Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know that dude from somewhere. I, I started doing the, the old dad on the couch. Like, where do I know that guy? And I was in a show I really liked, and I liked his character. So I'm digging through the brain, scrapping. Okay. He was, I think he was Sloan's dad from Entourage. Sloan dad, Entourage. Okay, I'm Googling it. Terrence McQuick. Yes. Yes. Um... And oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I put that together because, dude, I was I checked out the IMBD, IMDb after, and he's not a lot of other stuff I would have seen Terrence McQuick in. So I was that, pretty that, happy. That's his name in uh in Entourage. It's Malcolm right. Malcolm McDowell. I know him from something. He always plays Mozart in the Jungle is what I know him from. Yeah, you would right watch that. that classic. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. seen that. It's a good show. He's in Franklin and Bash. You know what? I don't, you know, what's like, Did you just what, casually drop a Franklin and bash at the end there. He was in Franklin and bash. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I casually, I'm scrolling through his IMDb. Right. Um, people loved Franklin and bash. You know what? You Who know, are people? Who are these people? Oh, it's got a cult following. Oh, it was like, okay. Well, it was like a big different things. Well, that's awesome people stuff have cult followings. Yeah, yeah, but and I think there was like a big, Bash. like, I think there was like a big campaign for like Franklin and Bash to come back or something like that. I forget. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't watch it. 
I think they advertised the shit out of it and it was terrible. I think it was one of those first like NCA March Madness things where they advertised to nauseum and you're like, I think this sucks. And it did. Did it? I never watched it. I don't think. I thought it got a lot of, well, I don't know. Did it get a lot of I think of everyone was excited because wasn't it Zach Morris was back or something? Wasn't it's it got, like his yeah. first thing in a while? It had a four season run. It's pretty good. Anyway, so my problem with Bombshell is we have all these comedian directors who are making sure. jokes uh, that now want to tackle like big subjects. Like, you know, Adam McKay did the big short and then he did Vice. And do you know who directed Bombshell? The guy who did all of the Austin Powers mm. and Meet the Fockers and Mystery Alaska, like really good stuff. Like I like him. Yeah. But then he's then they go tackle politics and something with an agenda. And even if I agree with the agenda, I just like hate agendas in my entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it gets in it's it's one of those tricky things with getting older. And I think it's where people lost a lot of respect for Adam Sandler in the comedy world because they're like, why does Adam Sandler do like grown ups in some of these movies? And it's because he had kids. Like you you, you either get older like Adam McKay and some of those people and you do, you know, you get more into politics in that world and you, you do some more adult stuff or Adam Sandler, you've, you go the other way and you say, well, I've got some kids. I might as well make shit. They like Adam um, Sand Adam Sandler did a round table with De Niro and Jamie Foxx and Shia LaBeouf and Adam drive a bunch of really big actors. And some the host asked him about his politics, and Sandler had a dude. I love Sandler so much. Right. His answer was, I, I don't have enough conviction either way. So like, why does anyone care what I have to think? That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. sure, I have my own opinions, and but I they can be swayed by whatever article I read, and like they're constantly changing. So I'm not gonna lay them all on the line without any conviction behind it. I loved it. I was yeah. Like, That's how I feel. Some and things I agree with. Some I dis. So many people take a firm stance and they're stuck with it forever. I'm, I'm in that boat too. And I mean, people get killed for that because then they say you don't care enough. And it's like, no, I kind of do care. But like at the same time, just not, not about this stuff. Like you go deal with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, look at that. Coronavirus politics. Just a normal JJR morning. Yeah. Way normal. Do you want to skip to sports? We have sports. In the banter section, we have... Uh, what else we got in banter? Uh, uh, BBD put that we have new graphics, new logo, new Dude. backdrop if you're watching on YouTube or Periscope, uh, new logo if you're listening on your podcast app, you can see it. Um, I already bought a hoodie with the new logo because I told you I was so excited about that yeah. distra- distressed look on the hoodie. So I have one of those coming my way. I think BBD grabbed some as well. Good. They look good. So shout out to Matt, our graphic designer who made these. I like it. Nice. Needed a needed a tune up. Um, let's see what else. It was Noodle's third birthday. Happy birthday, Noodle! And then, um, oh, I watched uh, I watched The Stranger on Netflix. Oh, I I went to start that yesterday, but then I didn't. So I kind of don't want to hear anything about it because I'm going. I plan on watching it. Okay, interested to see your reaction. I didn't like it by the preview, but then Luke and my mom both said they like it. So now I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh yeah, no I, I I won't I won't feed the beast too much. Um I I think you and I watch shows differently and I think this might be a good example. Um but I could be wrong. We'll see. Stay right. tuned, people. 
I also had Francesa versus Funhouse in here on Panther, but because I thought the sports would be light, but sports are pretty yeah. heavy. So, um, Francesa's losing his mind, and that Funhouse dude is just such a loser. So, I got in the mix. I probably shouldn't have. Because, again, I don't care that much. I just... Right. He thinks he's something he's not. Just post clips from a radio. Very weird life that kid lives. Actively listens to shows he dislikes so he can tell other people how much he dislikes them. Does he say he dislikes them? He says, he says I, 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 I like I like Francesa, but his show is horrible. That's what he says. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, nowadays, Francesa, do what you want with that. But it, it, it's a, I mean, it's a really weird thing either way. But he was like, hey, I, I, give, I give Colin Cowherd a lot of credit. I've made fun of him, and Cowherd takes it on the nose, and he kind of gets it. And it's yeah. like, well... I Did mean, you you're see the walking a with- weird line if you think that these famous people are going to like you for tearing their shows apart. <laughs> right? Come on. <laughs> I think I think that's my thing with him. It's like, what? <laughs> and for, for Coward, dude, he... Um, like, Coward said the reason he didn't think that Vince Young would be good was because he compared him to Tebow. So, like, what he was saying was, like, same thing with Tebow, but he worded it wrong, and he said... I said he was going to be like Tebow. So this Funhouse dude was like, Tebow wasn't even around yet. So how could you have said that? You're a liar. And it's like, dude, that is such a simple, just kind of he said the wrong word and anyone with a brain knows what he was meant. And you're taking it out of context and putting it in front of 100,000 people and calling him an idiot. Like, why do you think radio hosts or anyone is going to like that? Of course, they're going to tell you to stop. Cowherd's got a, I, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but Cowherd's a, <laughs> a really weird cat. And uh, I, I believe the story is when he was a kid, um, they were playing with fireworks or something. And he, like, they were playing with fireworks and, like, a truck caught on fire or something. And I, I think he, he, like, set his town ablaze or something like that. It was either a truck or, like, a big fire happened. So his parents <laughs> locked him inside for a summer and they were like, hey, dude, like you, you literally set stuff on fire. And so think about being a little kid, like locked in your room alone yeah. for a summer that like sports, you become Colin Cowherd. So I, I just thought that was really funny. That adds up. It all adds up there. Yeah. Yeah. A plus B. All right. Um, so that was fun. Let's get into the sports. We got tons of sports. Uh, hold on one second. I'm going to, I'm going to do, uh, okay. We don't need to hold on. We're holding on and okay. Let's get into the sports. Oh, volume was off. See, I take these headphones off. Jimmy, 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 can't you see? Haven't said that in a while. The NBA, National Basketball Association, for those listening at home, uh, says they won't make a restart decision before May 1st. I saw some players tweeting about that, too. It's going to be a really interesting if they could pick up and just do their playoffs, or, Jim, they could pick up and play a little horse. NBA discussing doing a little uh, ESPN type online horse league. 
uh, could be fun, could be horribly boring. Interested to see how that develops. NFL keeps chugging along. They might get rid of the PI review because they didn't take it seriously last year. And NFL is officially moving on with their draft. They're going to do everything virtually. Um, hey, knock knock yourself out, National Football League. Jim, your Major League Baseball takes the sporting news by storm this morning with a, a report saying that they're eyeing getting back to the field in May. Uh, wild stuff. It'll be interesting to see if you and I can dip the toe because I know we're going to talk about this in depth on Talking Baseball, hashtag ad, and it's not on here, but maybe I'll find a link of it. Um, I think in Korea or Japan where where they're playing these fake fans and they are pretty horrifying. All right, there's the baseball news. I mean, the sports news. <clears throat> there's some good stuff. I saw I saw a tweet quickly on the draft stuff. I saw a tweet from our guy, Bobby Skinner, who hosts Talking Giants and does a lot of football stuff for John Boy Media. And he was like, how can all these people that are doing their job via the computer and like hosting sports shows on ESPN complain about the NFL hosting a virtual draft? when it's literally the same exact process yeah. and same exact thing. And I was like, huh, really good point, Bobby Skinner. Yeah. Really? That, Almost that an, ex- is... an exceptional point. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's a great point. And I think, because, uh, yeah, at, at first, and it, it, get, it becomes this kind of copy culture in sports, which saw happening when all the corona stuff was going down, and it ended up being a good thing. Um where you, you know, one league cancels something. And if one league cancels it, you can't be the other league with your neck out there. So it's funny. I think Adam Schefter was being a pretty critical of the national football league at first for not like delaying stuff. And I mean, kind of good on the NFL. Cause literally like we can keep the ball moving. Are there a couple outliers and examples, you know, are, are there a couple kids who aren't going to have their pro days? Like, the Tua Tagovailoa story is really interesting because, um, you know, he was a kid everyone wanted to see to see if he's fully healthy. And he's saying, yeah, I feel great. I'm healthy. Um, but, you know, we've seen this in the NFL draft before where, you know, if they scan that hip and someone gives you the red X, like you could be deemed undraftable. So uh, there's there's a couple outliers. But, yeah, man, I mean, kind of keep it rolling. Like, yes, you're it'll be weird not having the front office and the coach all in the same room, figure it out. We've got zoom meetings. We've got group texts, like have a plan, which you should anyway, maybe this will be good for teams. Instead of hearing these nightmare draft stories where the coach and the GM are yelling at everyone. How about we get everyone on the same page? How nuts would that be? Pretty nuts. And maybe is it going to be more of a spectacle for, for the broadcast or will they tone it down and actually be like worth for, I know diehard football fans like watching the draft. I'd love to watch it, but it's just way too much and way too dumb. Oh, so, I mean, they're, they're still going to do draft broadcast stuff. Are you kidding yeah. me? I know. I wonder um, how they can do it though. I, I think, think it, I think they might be forced wild, to have it toned down. Toned down is interesting. Um, I think, you you know I normally don't don't give enough enough credit here. What that was really weird. Um, but dude, think about the ESPN people that are gonna have to produce it, and 
Like they're going to want to get live player reactions. They're going to want to get, um, you know, different reactions from around the league while they're all teetering this fine line with internet. Everyone, <laughs> um, I mean, they, everyone would just FaceTime in. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how they do it. Uh, but yeah, and it's, it's FaceTime into who are they going to have the same person interviewing everyone? Are they going to mix it up with different people interviewing people? Are they going to, I mean, it, it's from a production side, it's pure chaos. And I'm sure some people are going to show their brilliance in this. Well, I, I guess you could say that with everything that's going on. Some yeah. people are going to show some brilliance and some people are going to fall on their face a little bit. What do you think about the NBA, um, horse competition? Like you I said, mean, the clips from that will be awesome. For anyone who watches it, it'll be so boring. Yeah. Someone will make a um, mega edit and it'll just be like shot, miss, shot, H, you know, and stuff like that. And that'll be yeah. entertaining. But like the actual, like if they try to fill an hour slot or two hour slot going back and forth with players, like imagine if it's five bricks in a row, just like, oh, yeah. Playing horse sometimes you get bored. You're like, let's speed this up. Yeah. Like let's, okay. Or if someone gets a big lead and it's kind of already over, you're over the game. Um, I, I don't know there. I, I heard, you know, some of my buddies that are into, into basketball, BBD, the talking Knicks crew. Um, like there's some good ideas, like get, get some of the legends out, like Larry bird and magic Johnson, like have them play horse. And you know, that, that gets old people with some nostalgia and stuff like that. Like there's, that's more there's entertaining way to do it. Than current yeah. Players. And there, there's, there's some content there. And I, I don't know. I think with the basketball stuff, the players are do well, the bigger problem is, and the NBA has been doing their 2k online league or whatever is and I don't want this to be a shot at players and it will be is that they're not great entertainers. Um, and so if you're just setting up a guy with a video camera and he's going to play horse online against someone else and these players have to entertain a half hour worth of basketball, like it's kind of not a formula for success. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um, I mean, good on the NBA for <laughs> thinking about that kind of stuff because you know what? If they do put something out right now, I mean, people will watch it. Yeah. All right. The, the big topic, it's especially for us since we're baseball related, is this ESPN Jeff Passan article. Like you said, uh, when we're done with this, we're going to hop on with, tre- with, uh, with Ploof and discuss it at full uh, but it would be, you know, some, not everyone listens to talking baseball. So we got to do a little bit of it here. Um, but I don't want to get in the weeds, but I cringed reading that whole article and kind of made me embarrassed for baseball <clears throat> and not excited. And <clears throat> I know that's weird coming from a guy who watches 162 games of his favorite team every single season and lives and dies with the result every night. I love baseball. I want it back. I'm not clamoring for that. And I think it's really kind of dumb to even tell people this is what you're scraping for. Like, we're still in the middle of this. Yeah. We're still in the middle of this. And you're talking about, maybe we should explain the plan. But um, I, and you, we've been on opposite sides of this the entire time. So I, I know yeah, that. I wouldn't say opposite sides of this. I, I, I think our... I think than you think in your head. What's that? 
I, I think you and I have been closer to this than you think. Like, I, I agree with some, uh, like, a chunk of what you're saying right now. Like, A, the fact MLB released some of these details, and, uh, I mean, chunks of it seem very unrealistic. Um, so it's, um, A, is this just MLB throwing it out there to take some spotlight? Do you take some optimism in the fact that they're talking about some of these details that we can get them to a point where maybe they are workable? Or is it just like, kind of, what are you guys doing? Because there, I mean, there's some absolute hangups in this that are unreal. I, uh, it comes down to this. Does MLB think we're dumb or are they dumb? And yeah. Um, because this plan is just so fucking stupid. If what is in this article is honestly what they think is going to happen, they like, how could you possibly write this bullet point? And I, and we love Jeff Passan. Someone gave him this information. Like, it's not like Passan's making this shit up. Sitting no. in the empty stands six feet apart so the players are social distance and not in the dugout? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think we're <laughs> brainless? I mean, the batter and the catcher and the first baseman and the runner will be closer than six feet. Pitchers lick the baseball before they throw it. Are you going to... Yeah. And then everyone touches it. But you're going to have yeah. them sit six feet apart in the stands? Like, are, we're not stupid. No mound visits, but yet... Like, that's not a brand of baseball I'm clamoring to see. And and they're going to go in Arizona, and they're all going to be in, in the, their quarantine for four and a half months and not be able to see their family in the middle of a global pandemic when everyone just yeah. wants to be by their family as much as possible. And they're going to go put them at risk for for baseball. Like, in the grand scheme of things, I understand there's a business and an entertainment, but it's crazy, man. It's uh, yeah. it's And then, like, the hotel staff, the kitchen staff, for a thousand people that are now going to take over whatever city you're going to host this in. Hey, Arizona's still struggling. It's not like the, it, it doesn't exist there. Like they yeah. still have to deal with this in their state. So you're going to bring a, th and then like, what if one player gets it? One coach gets it. One kitchen staff gets it. Then you have to shut the whole thing down in two weeks. And now it's the most egg on your face ever. Also seven inning double headers. If you're going to do an abridged version do a round-robin tournament of nine-inning games and just make the whole season its own weird thing. Don't try to do, like, fake real. The whole thing sucks. We're going to get into it with Ploof because I'm interested in what he thinks, but what what do you yeah. got on any of that? And, uh, I mean, you know, the seventh-inning doubleheader, like, I, I've kind of been prepared for that. I, I've, you know, we've heard about that a little bit. And in a season like now, that's kind of a solution. Um, if, if you're going to have teams on the field for the same day, um, <laughs> it's, I think it's funny you opened with the the player sitting in the stands because, yes, there is a little ridiculous aspect to it. But at, at the same time, I think we can adapt or just make a bigger dugout almost in the that, stands. Well, that's so what I'm think, saying. I don't think it's as dramatic as possible. No, no, uh, but the, no, no, no. The yeah. fact that they thought they had to write it is what's baffling me. Because it's like, we're right, not right, right, brain. Right. I get that. We're not brain dead and you're not brain dead. Like, that's not a real thing. Uh, the people are brain dead. Um, so I, I don't know. And I, I think the whole thing that, that gets overlooked in all of this and obviously the players and their families, like that's probably the most ridiculous part. Although, you know, Passon was on ESPN last night saying he, he talked to a player and he gave him like a, yeah, we'd never do this. And then he texted back 
15 minutes later and he's like, my wife said she'd be good with it. <laughs> um, so I, I think he was talking to a high profile player because they also mentioned money, which is an interesting aspect. And uh, there's so many moving parts that this plan, isn't it? I, I think my biggest broad stroke is uh, you either look at it as a, a good thing that they're they're looking into all these ideas and trying to get creative or it's uh, I think they're, you know, in my deepest pessimistic area that this whole thing could be a smokescreen to be like, hey, we are trying, but it's, you know, this isn't real. Well, that's what I said. They buried the lead because at the end, Passon says the other option is no season. And I think they're just going to, I said this like two weeks ago. I think they're just going to slowly keep hinting and hinting at that. They're trying to, to get fans yeah. casually to understand this. I, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a possibility. I, I do think that's on the far end of the spectrum, but I think there's a chance. And I, I think the other thing that's getting overlooked in this is uh, the the biggest part of this contingent plan is that there's rapid testing available to everyone, um, which who who knows how much that could change the game. Um, and yeah, I, I think if you want more, to tune into Talking Baseball later. Yeah, because Trevor Plouffe always text all his buddies in the league to get what their minds are saying. And then he comes with some different ideas. So we're going to record right after this. We're going to post it as soon as we can. So if, if you really want the deep dive, we'll, we'll do a whole show on it there, but that's kind of, uh, I'm willing to hear people out, but that is like my reaction to reading it. Like we had some, like, you know, people read it and were excited and I read it and got very embarrassed for MLB. Well, and different people have different reactions. Sure. Yeah. You're allowed to, Feel or think, whatever you want. I don't care. But that's, I saw like a lot of people saying like, oh, it's going to happen. It's like, I don't know about that. I know everyone's clamoring to be the first sport back, to be the first televised live sport because you're going to get a lot of eyes on you. And there's something about it that seems so misguided to me. But I understand it's a business, but I, eh, something about that just makes me cringe. Like, ugh, like, yeah, it's a little you bit of... You have to wait until we're at least out of the peak. And like, you know... We we talked about this with the XFL a little bit when this was all, all starting, that the XFL, that first weekend when the NBA shut down and they shut down the golf tournament, the XFL was scheduled to play games. And I was thinking from the XFL's perspective, I mean, it, it was a little bit of a dream for them. They could have been the only game in town for a weekend. Um, the XFL never thought they would get that opportunity. And... Uh, they canceled the games. And I, I thought that was interesting. And uh, I've been on the revenue side of this thing. Cause you, you've mentioned the money a lot. And they, if baseball does get a way to get their product out there, they were saying in new TV contracts that they could do if MLB is the only game in town, they could make up that concession money. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think every point you've made along the way, it still very much stands. And that's, that's the great unknown. It's how this, actual virus goes how how does testing develop how how have we flattened the curve what does it look like um so yeah it, it seems bullish i i think it's kind of cool they're talking about it but the whole thing could very well be smoke and mirrors yeah the uh, uh mlb did just put out a statement about it <laughs> you're uh, uh, so you're uh i thought you burped in my ear <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, statement is kind of like what you'd say. They said they didn't, they haven't come up with any sort of comprehensive plan, and they're waiting because the whole situation is rapidly changing, like it has been for the last month. So, yeah, I think MLB floats stuff out to, to get ass, a. To, I think they float stuff out to get a feel a lot of times. 
Get a reaction, um, yeah. I mean, they do that with all their potential new rule changes. They do, like, you know, this MLB contingency has a lot of times used the public forum as their kind of uh, um, group. What are those things when you have, like, you test a movie out with a group? Or you test a product out? The, uh, a, con- a control group? Sample group. Yeah, something like that. There's, group. A, there's a different term. But the MLB just uses, like, social media as that. What do you think about this idea? And then everyone gives their reaction, and then they... They tone it down yeah. and, and all that shit. All right, let's move on to the news. I read the news today, oh boy. Well, hold on. A little halftime? Yeah, man, what was that? A little halftime? Holy smokes. I don't you're, know. You're mad about baseball changing the rules. You're over here changing the rules on me. I know. I just saw the C which is the news soundbite. Oh, a little halftime action. I finished my coffee. I'd like more. I'd like more, but I don't have more. Um, oh, dude, this uh, this should have been in the banter section. I'm, I'm Poppy Gordo's making his own coffee for the first time. What? What? Like, yeah. You've never made your own coffee? I mean, on like vacations and stuff. I've never, I, I had the coffee machines in the buildings. Oh, wow. Exciting. So yeah. I mean, you just got like a coffee mate, right? Are you like, well, I doing... got a no, no, no. got an iced coffee maker. I should, I should elaborate. Cause Poppy doesn't drink hot coffee. Um, what's that entail? I have, I do cold brew in the summers. I wonder if it's similar. So it's, um, I, I mean, it's kind of an extended coffee maker. It's, it's, you got a bigger pitcher and you, I mean, you fill it with ice and I think you're supposed to make it a little more concentrated so the ice doesn't dilute it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm roaming around with a coffee pitcher now, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad man. Nice. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I got to get my cold brew maker back out. It's pretty simple. You just, the one I have, you put all the grounds in the main tank, and then there's a top that slow drips the water onto the ground, so you don't just flood right. them all at once. And then that goes into, a, like, a jug or a vase or whatever you want to call it, science experiment cylinder type thing. Yeah. And that's the, that's the concentrate. And then you put that in the fridge, it gets cold. Then you mix that with water and that's like cold brew maker. Right. It's so, it's so good in the, in the summer, but I'm excited for you. So are you going to like, you. what kind of coffee did you buy? Are you going to get into the grounds and the beans and anything like that? I'm not there yet. Um, I mean, especially nervous coming in, uh, that I was going to screw up the pro the process a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, right now I'm just, I, I bought a bag of like generic Starbucks stuff. One of the, one of the places, one of the corner stores near me is like quote unquote kind of healthy. It's like a healthy Polish type mix. Interesting vibes. I like it there. Um, but they have some, some interesting coffee options. So yeah, if I, if I get a chance, I, I think I'm, I'm getting close. I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to get snobby about it cause I can't differentiate anything in my life, yeah. but, um, yeah. I don't like I don't like the snobby coffee. I like diner coffee, which I found out is okay. Some people do. Yeah. Um, but remember when you came to visit me in California and I, I had I was living with David and Jamie and they were like coffee people. So like when I started making my own coffee, I went like I had to grind the beans every morning and shit like that. No. Like I no, went no, no. I went right into it and I got dove yeah. in. But yeah. Congrats. Did man. you uh thank you. Um our guy, Joey Mello's baseball Brit. I don't know if you could check out his Twitter quick, um, but he's got the image of the fake fans they're going to be using in um, the CPBL. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's as scary as it gets. Whoa. Yeah. Why are they? <laughs> Hold on. I think I can put this, uh, on the screen. If you can put it up in zoom a little bit, I mean, it's, uh, if you're watching with children, tell, just send them to another room briefly. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to, what the hell? Oh, that's not what I want. Hey, computer, do what I want. Do what I want, you dumb bitch. All right, hold on. Mm. Nope, hold on. Oh, motherfucker. Are you still holding on? Still holding. Okay, MLB Union. So anyway, while I'm doing this, someone in the Periscope chat said focus group which was the term I was looking for. That is the actual group, not the control group. Yeah. Control group might be the opposite term of focus group. But yeah, it works. I think the control is the people who you don't give the drugs to. Right. The placebo. Yeah. I'll get this eventually, but it okay. looks like... It looks like... Um, I don't even understand what's happening. It looks like a movie. Movies do this when they need to fake a crowd. Yeah, but like a bad movie. Oh yeah. Like they gave they gave some of these people like emoji eyes. They did. I'm I want to zoom in on it, but I'm having struck to Oh, found it. Out. Bam. Here we go. He found it. We're live. Okay, so this is what it looks like. You got that? Oh wait, I'm I not haven't sure. had the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Here we you can go. see it as well. Okay, so, I mean, we have four people. Why'd they put masks on them? <laughs> right? <laughs> what? I guess maybe to remind people to wear masks, that could be like yeah. a good cause. Okay. Population but, is dumb. Think think about how many people would see this and be like, people in the stands without masks? Like, but they may think, like, they may think, oh, we can go to a baseball game. We just need to wear our mask. It'd be very much better. Well, it'd be better if they didn't do this at all. Yes. <laughs> um, but the fake masks are killing me, man. Are you kidding it's, me? It's wild. It's uh, it, it, Look it up, or if you're watching here, you could see it. And I mean, it's literally zoom in, and it's it's spooky stuff. I look at the zoom of these four faces. <laughs> I mean, who thought that was okay? <laughs> Oh, dude, that is fucking funny. Enjoying the game. Yeah. Oh. BBD's laughing. You see him? Always. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> Just cracking. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Okay. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, that was worth the wait. We all agree. Great, great halftime. Great yeah. halftime show. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. One more episode of Tiger King is coming, Jake. Are you excited? There's also a guy who jumps from a flooded building onto a car, and BBD says, it's hilarious. In India, some newborn twins were birthed, and they were named Corona and COVID after the virus. So that's exciting times. 
A man dresses up as Barney to visit his girlfriend during quarantine. That sounds like a sitcom scene. I'm kind of interested in that one. Pat Robertson blames coronavirus on oral sex. Lady chemicals. Ooh. What? Okay, an Easter bunny and tooth fairy deemed essential workers in New Zealand. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. That's the news, Jake. How do you feel about it? Looks great. Looks great. I think, um, I, I mean, I'll let you Sherpa as always, but I, has there been an update on, on the Tiger King? Because I, I think that was the ultimate bad guy, um, like casually mentioned, like there is another episode coming. What's his name? Jeff? Jeff the guy, Lowe? The guy, with, the guy with the hat and the do-rag, like casually mentioned that Jeff there is Lowe. another app coming. Yeah. Says uh, the Tiger King phenomenon is not over yet. Netflix is releasing an extra episode of the hit docuseries next week, according to zoo owner Jeff Lowe from the show. He revealed the details about a new episode in Cameo video posted on Twitter by Justin Turner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Netflix is adding one more episode. It will be on next week. They're filming here tomorrow, Lowe said in the video. Um, I don't know. It seems real to me, but uh, if they were filming and stuff like that. Uh, are you going to watch this? So here's where I'm at with Tiger King. Okay. It was entertaining. I think we already did this. It was entertaining for the first four episodes for myself. Once they got into the whole, like he, he said, she said cuss battle of like, get him out of jail. Like I didn't care at all. All of you yeah, should go to jail and I'm not trying to free anyone or taking sides, but yeah, it's just the, the, fi- the final is just like the fall of Joe exotic. And then Carol Baskin's having more money. I do think, I love cultural phenomenons and I like Aaron Boone on R2C2 said like when people think of Corona, they might think of Tiger King 10 years from now. And I think that might be true. It's the top show. It's been on the top of Netflix charts for, for the longest anything's been the number one most viewed thing on Netflix. Like it's broke the record. So people are watching it. I would have to gauge the public interest on this next episode and see if like, it would be like, fuck, am I going to have to watch this? Or if you can just get the gist of it from Twitter and shit. Because I don't really have any interest. Do you? I mean, you're going to be able to get the gist of it. I mean, if you've seen these characters, you're going to be able to get the gist of it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch. I mean, why not? Like, we're we're locked inside. It's, you know, I, I think America's looking for stuff to entertain them and watch if, you know... If Tiger King's going to throw another 45 minutes out there and you see some ridiculous stuff, sure. Maybe, maybe there's one cool, cool, fun thing in there. Maybe there's not. Um, but yeah, why why not, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I've moved on. I'm on. I'm watching so much good shows. I'm in the middle nice. of like four right now. Um, but that's... Give me them. Uh, the English game. Pillars of the Earth, which I've already seen, but I'm rewatching with Katie and enjoying it. Outlander. Dave. And what's the other one? Oh, The Stranger. I half started, but I went back to the English game because I was like, I have too many shows. I got to finish one of these before I go. bring The Stranger in. Um, I mean, I'll say this. There's almost a level of torture if during quarantine, you and Katie are there not watching the last episode of Tiger King. Well, Katie didn't like it. So that's another reason why I wouldn't. She didn't even finish it. 
Right. She kind of didn't watch it though. I was there when she was watching Tiger King and she was yeah, she yeah. was doing more stuff with us than actually watching. If it. she enjoyed it though, she would have she would have went over. She would like you know like there's shows when you leave the room you pause and then there's shows you don't and Tiger King never got her to the pause place. We we were also working, so like True. The- True. Um all right, what was the next cool news here? <coughs> So this dude jumped from a flooded building onto a car. And let me just see if I. This is this is the BBD news special of the day, right? Are you going to play the sound effect for that? Of course I am. Of course I am going to play the sound effect for that. Um, why would I not play the sound effect for this? BBD news special. But I was I was so zoomed in on the baseball picture, sure. That now it's just, it's just wild, wildly zoomed in on everything. Like so zoomed in. Look how big this butter button is on Twitter. That's the big button. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> so I just I just need to get a little less zoomed in, and then we can watch this with glee. Which is a show I'm not watching. I'm not. Oh, Katie and I are also watching Community. That's the other show. Right. How's that going? Oh, uh, Community's great. First, first is couple. Katie, is Katie sinking her teeth in? Yep. It's a pause. She's watching every episode. She's on to season four, which is the worst season, but she got power through it. Um, nice. Yeah, t- Community's funny. If you like weird zany shit, so this is the video, and it says. This clip I posted yesterday has been going viral all over Facebook and Instagram. I just happened to be walking by and caught this. So you ready for this? Yeah, I'm watching. It looks like we've got, um, cause I was, it said f- a flood. So I was worried about like scary. looks like a hotel bathroom or something is flooded. Yeah. It's pouring um, down. Yeah, but I'm. I thought it was like a river flooding. Oh, um, like okay. Dangerous cars moving and stuff. So we've got a guy that jumps. Okay, a good slip and fall. Oh, a little butt crack action. <laughs> he plays it all right. Yeah, the sound I, in the background is what makes it. I tried really hard oh, to find the backstory behind this, and I couldn't. But there's a woman. There's some woman outside who that was her car, and she's like freaking out because I mean. He damages the car. It's it's a good sound. Yeah, I thought it was his car. It's a nice gentleman's dent right in the middle. That's like you don't see normally see a good bunt butt dent on the front of a car like that. No, it's pretty good. I mean, it was I if that was his car, that's a good dismount. Like I'm I'm a fan of it. Not his car, kind of tough. A little bit. I mean, he saved it at the end. He d- he did slip and fall, which I don't think was part of the plan. No. What about these newborn twins in India named Corona and COVID? A, do we think it, this is real? I don't. B, let's yeah, just... Going- and I think we have a lot of new listeners here on JGR who don't aren't aware that we know a lot of the stories we talk about aren't real, but acting as if they are and laughing about them is fun. Real is what you want it to be, man. Um, no, I, this, I don't think we've got a link. 
I don't think we've got a link here. Um, I mean, it, it could also be real. There's so many people in the world that it's from Al Jazeera.com news to have twins pop out at this time. Yeah. Get a little weird with it. Sure. Um, I don't know. Tough to name kids that, um, I don't know. I think there's some people that believe in the times and stuff. We, uh, we were joking at, at the start of this that, uh, I don't know. There's probably a lot of people that have dogs named Corona and stuff, right? From the beer? Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like a fun, cute name. Maybe they live in a beach town. Maybe they like drinking Corona, so they name their dog Corona. Can you uh, can you pronounce the, uh, the, the name of that s- central state right there? It's uh, Chattiscar. Chattiscar. Double H is... Uh... That's tough. Off the bat, double H. It's crazy. Not sure what you want with me doing with that double H in a sentence. Oh, huge, huge news here. Um, the twins, a boy and a girl. So which one do you think got Corona and which one got COVID? I'm thinking Corona's the girl. I would, I would tend to lean the same way. I wonder why it is that we both lean that way. I have because I think the V COVID is just a harsher word. Corona, you can make yeah. I think uh, I don't think it's the V. I think it's the ending, ending with the id, and ending with the na. I I think that's that's the big that's the big change. Okay. For me. The delivery happened after facing several difficulties, and therefore my husband and I wanted to make the day memorable. Preeti Verma, twenty-seven year old mother, twins. Yeah, a lot of I a mean, lot of people struggle to make their child's birth. I was gonna so. I was gonna say a lot of people forget that day in their lives. So if you name your kids after wow. a tragedy, it does help you remember. That's tough. Yeah, it's not good per se, but uh, that sucks for those kids. So if that's what their goal, if their goal was to make it suck for their children's future lives, it's not a bad goal. Be a, be a story to tell, Jim. How about this dude that dressed up like Barney? You interested in this at all? I mean, a little bit. I, I think, uh, man, it's it's the underlook story uh, of this coronavirus, but I don't, I don't know how single people or horny people are doing it, or maybe they're the dots that are moving and spreading this thing, because um, I don't know how people aren't, aren't linking up at all. Do you know that he, he got arrested? Yeah, I mean, adds up. Here he is in the Barney outfit on his scooter, motorcycle, moped, whatever that is. Just waving, having a jolly time. And then um, here he is being arrested. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, the the bigger thing here is if you have that level of production value Barney costume, you're looking for events to wear it. And this is Exhibit A. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be shocked if there's even a girlfriend in in the picture. I think this guy's a Barney impersonator who's been out of work. Yeah, no no chance this guy has a girlfriend. He was just looking for an excuse to wear his Barney costume, which he normally wears once a year. But this uh, just massive. Um, what about the next story we have on here is that there's a guy, Robertson. Oh, Pat Robertson. Great picture they have for him. <laughs> Pat Rob. Yep. That's uh I mean, that guy tells you anything. Don't listen. Don't listen. But he he says that he got corona from going down on his girlfriend. 
That can't um, be right because Pat Robertson is gay as they come. Many evangelical preachers have been looking for a scapegoat for COVID. They've already blamed it on gays and claimed it was a sign of the end of the world. Some evangelicals don't even believe the disease is real and have stubbornly refused to practice. Did you see that one priest who blew it away? They're like, yeah, we are going to blow it out of our... What's that? Problem resolved. Yeah. I mean, they did it. So, oh, he blamed... So he's not saying he got it that way. He's just blaming it on oral sex. And he said, yeah, because the gentleman you showed me has been denying he's gay for the 150 years he's been alive. And he, he said, um, oh, this guy also blamed 9-11 on witches and lesbians. So maybe we don't even talk about him. But he did say, and if we can listen to this in the voice of our good friend, Senator Byrd. Barbaric. Let that word resound. So in that voice, some of these young guns are doing all I can't do it. Some, some of these young guns are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs. Amen. When people do that, they transfer. I thought he was saying he got it, which I was going to say, hey, Michael Douglas already did that. Yeah. So you can't, you can't steal it. This Last, Corona stuff might, might be a good, a good shot at the churches. Like I think there's, isn't there that one religious school that's like the only college in session right now? And we've I got mean, people on the internet blowing the virus away. It's this is when they, this is when they make all their money when people are searching and desperate. I mean, that's why religion right. exists. They're searching and desperate for somewhere, somewhere to be. <laughs> and right now they can't be there and no. get brainwashed. No, this is, I mean, this is when, um, they go, you know, someone's, they have a relative who's dying and they're with the doctors and the doctors are working 24 hours a day to revive them. And the aunt goes to the local priest and says, will you pray for my, uh, can't go to the local priest. That's well, what whatever saying. she texts them. And the priest says, we'll pray for you. And the next day, the doctors who have been working 24 seven succeed. And she says, it was a miracle. God. I don't think so. I, I think that's where COVID, I think that's where COVID has a leg up right now that it's, uh, you know, the, you got people trying to blow it away and you've got actual people working on it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. See how, see how religion comes out. I think they're going to be fine, <laughs> but they're always fine. In New Zealand, they said the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy were essential workers. I don't, what does that, what does that mean? Like, what, are they just saying this so the kids have hope still? And like all the adults in New Zealand are like going along yes, with this. That's all life is. That's all life is. Well, I'm fine with that. Are they saying like, you know, now we have people dressed like the Easter Bunny and they're free to walk around? I'm pretty confident the press release from New Zealand isn't saying if you have an Easter Bunny outfit or a Tooth Fairy outfit, you're free to operate normally. Oh, it was just a joke he made. How do they? Maybe. He... As you can imagine, at this time, of course, they're going to be particularly quite busy at home with their family as well as their own bunnies. I, I mean, for- dude, imagine the, the parents being trapped in the house with the kids. I mean, that's that's insane itself. But who who wants to be taking on those questions head on right now? Is the tooth fairy still going to come? He's still going to come. Yeah. Like you got to you got to you got to address that. When is Easter. I think it's coming. Is it supposed to be next weekend? BBD, you're you're our lead researcher on that. Have you have you figured out? Twelfth. Whoa. Twelfth. Yep. 
this is seventh. Okay. Do you do anything for Easter anymore, Jake? Not really. I mean, I haven't been for the past, you know, what is it? Six years I've been living in Dallas or Denver. And I mean, you're not coming back for Easter. Um, so Easter has been kind of fully ruled out because of that. Yeah. Once I have um, kids, I'll bring it back. Cause egg hunts are awesome. Right. We used to practice. We had a garbage bag full of eggs and I would hide them for Courtney and Ritzy and then they would find them. And then Courtney would hide them for me and Ritzy. We just do Easter egg hunts as little kids nonstop. My parents probably loved that. Probably kept us busy for like hours. Oh yeah. You're gone. Yeah. Hiding eggs. When I was old enough to hide the eggs for Luke, I had so much fun. Not shocked. Yeah, that was a blast. Well, I think that's the end of everything. We got to go do talking baseball, talk all about this damn article. I wanted to DM passing and be like, hey, what's up? What's real? Dude, we got to have him on. He's probably pretty busy today, but yes, he'll come on. Yeah, he will. He'd love it. All right. Uh, I think that's all. Thanks for watching live. For those that did, it's always on the podcast app every day. Majority of people listen there, but it's boring time, so we can get people to listen live if they want. We got the new graphics, BBDs here. Any final Leave words? Leave a Jake? review for the new graphic, if nothing else. If nothing else. We usually do uh, bet of the day to end it. It kind of ends the show on a high note. It's so weird not ending it with that, but... Yeah, and me and BBD might have to come up with a game plan because I, the table tennis is still rolling, and there's been a lot of <laughs> stories around that um, because it's, like, the only thing you can gamble on in the state of New Jersey. So, like, so much money is getting laid on these ping pong games that nobody can actually watch, and we might just be getting tricked. Couldn't even um, Google what a player looked like. Yeah, it's tough. Um, a lot of Igors. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a bet of the day something. Um and yeah, I know we also we didn't talk WWE at all, but we're just saving that for tomorrow, people. Luke just gave me a good memories in the Periscope, and Luke said, um, "You know, you fill the eggs with stuff, you know, so when the little kids find it, there's candy inside." Yep. Luke said he put a full piece of bread in my egg once. Yeah, just a piece yeah. of white bread. <laughs> Open the that's egg. A, <laughs> I got that's bread. a layup for you. That's a layup. <laughs> it's just a great opportunity for jokes and gags. Yep, I mean it. It's the excitement of opening an Easter egg. I'd always put one in the toilet and see if Luke would actually reach in and grab it. Yep. Yeah. It's great times. It's good fun. So I can't wait to have kids and just make their lives miserable on Easter morning. Show. See you guys later. Goodbye.